Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Let's talk about it. You better ask somebody. That's still kind of mean though. It is. Hear that? I can hear all that. I can do. No, I can't. No, I can. You can hear everything. And we'll see what comes through on the actual recording. I will be all right. <clears throat> Should be. <clears throat> I might be able to turn my mic down just a tiny bit. Yeah, if not, no worries. You'll be able to fix it. Turn these off, make these. Yeah. Bring it down just a little. Yeah. That's not as bad, but then it's not. it's not quite... I can't hear you very good in my headphones, though, but that's all right. That's better. Bring it back up just a hair. There you now go. I'll just scoot the mic closer. See how that works. Look at that. Perfect. That should work. Look at this guy. He's a traveling studio. I love it. Just chill like that. I played the Powerball the other night, too. Didn't win. Damn no. It. Dang it. 700 and some million. Or eight hundred and some million or something. I got a, <clears throat> I got an idea on how if I ever if we ever win <clears throat> on how to keep most of that money. How's that? And put it all, write it off as a donation. <clears throat> Donate pretty much all of it to our uh, to our business. There that's you go. A, that's a it's going to be a nonprofit. Right. So that's a that's a write off because it's donation. <clears throat> and then I'll work for work for the the nonprofit. Yeah, pay myself a hundred thousand dollars to work for it, and then anything that I want, boats, cars, buy them underneath under the uh, the, the business, business. And write them all off. Write them off as business expenses because then we do fishing trips for veterans. We're using it for there you go for business stuff. Yeah, and I'm the only veteran on the boat with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean we'll actually we can actually use it for. No, well, yeah, I'd for be the only veteran on the boat. We take yeah. whoever we want. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like oh yeah, I'm just gonna borrow. I'll, I don't, I'm gonna go fishing. I'll just borrow the boat from work. There you go. Heck yeah. I'm like, huh. Then I can just keep, just donate it. Dude, if I ever won that much, I'd probably take like probably my five favorite people and go have them go in on it with me and split it. And then we all pay separate taxes. That way they're only taxing so much of the money on each person. Yeah. Instead of everybody paying the full amount. But if you like, like if like this, the idea that I'm trying to, that I'm thinking, if you get the, the big, big one, <clears throat> whatever, Right. I don't know, three hundred and something million and you're just you get to take the take that thirty year, twenty nine year annuity or whatever. Yeah. And you get so you're getting, I don't know, twenty twenty million a year for however many years and you're at least I mean, if you donate freaking sixty percent of that to a charity. Right. Then you just write that off on the taxes and you're taxed on the other on the other stuff. Well, if I ever won that much, first thing <clears> I'd do it would be hire a tax attorney. Oh yeah. And then I would call switzerland and get an offshore account and put it all there that yeah. way the u.s can't tax my money in the bank yeah i would have it all put offshore yeah just figure out how, how all that works and, yep really yeah. quick i would i would hire a couple people to figure all that shit out for me and i'd put all of it offshore so the u.s can't tax the money that i have in my account well because i mean they're going to tax you right off the bat right you're gonna have to pay taxes and then, and then whatever's in your account they tax you based yeah. on how much money you have yeah you still have to file a tax file yeah. taxes so i mean you get a lot of the, a lot of the money you pay right off the bat 
you get a lot of it back at tax season yeah. if you file right. That's why you got to hire a tax yeah. attorney that knows all the laws. And but, the, but if you're doing large large amounts of donations, then that brings your tax liability down, and you get more more of your money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So plus you're working you're working for that nonprofit organization. Yeah. And uh, they're paying you a hundred thousand dollars salary to run the business. Well, you're pretty much paying yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So you got to have a salary. Oh. You got to get paid. I, I would do that. I, I, it's not. A, I'm the first CEO in history that takes a ten thousand dollar a year salary because <laughs> <laughs> it's all my money anyway. Yeah. I, I wouldn't take a huge salary. <clears throat> well, then I. Well, I wonder how that would affect your credit. <laughs> if you're only making so much a year. I don't know. Taxed. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So who knows? I remember taking a hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. I'd take 130. That way I can tax myself a little bit. Yeah. It sounds like a good, good number to do. Yeah. Well. 130, 130 a year. Yep. That way I'm bringing home a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Be a good way. A good way to do it. Yo. Good, good way. A good legal way to evade some taxes. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways to do it, man. That's why you got to hire someone that's smarter than us. Yeah. You're going to pay him a shit ton of money. That's okay. But it'll, be, it. it'll be worth it in the dude, long run. Dude, I'll pay you at tax season. <laughs> like, whatever you want. Name your price. Like, I don't care. Yeah. That, that was cool, though, like, because I was telling you, my, my cousin that we stayed with in Green Bay, she is, uh, she kind of like, she's the boss of the dental place she works at. She's a dental assistant, but her boss is the dentist. And then she's the boss of the office. So she's probably office manager. <clears throat> yeah. She's a lot the of office a lot manager. Of, a lot of them have front office and back office right, managers. Right, right. She, so does, she probably runs the whole crew of everybody. She does all the hiring and firing and all that stuff. Oh, okay. And uh, she, uh, they used to do all the teeth for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like she was telling me, because she, she lives like around the corner from Aaron Rodgers. What? Yeah. And her house is like, like a normal house here in Williston, you know? It's like, it's, it'd be like a normal house here. She, I think, you know, she got it for a fair price about the same you'd pay for a house here. You know, like she got it at a really good price. Yeah. But a, around the corner, around the corner from her is where Aaron Rodgers lives. And you can't see his house because it's all gated and the trees are all growing up in front of the, or right behind the gates. So you can't see the house. You can just see the gate and you know that that's his house. Dang, that's crazy. <clears throat> Oh, is that, did Darren send you the one that's $2 million? Yeah. yeah but it's not finished. It's yeah. like 80% done. The guy that was building it was uh, yeah. um, was embezzling money and tax evasion. Oh, shoot. And they, the, the bank took it back. It was originally built, and it was supposed to be a $14 million house. But the bank's trying to sell it now for $2 million. I mean, it's got turrets on the top. It looks like a castle. Dang. It's got like three ponds yes. around it. And you got like a whole cool. corner lot to yourself. There's only three houses on the whole road. There's that house and then Aaron Rodgers' house and then another house next to Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know who lives there. It was just a Batman Jeep in the driveway. It was pretty cool looking. <laughs> but uh, she was telling me during COVID, you know, she said normally the players would come in, just sit right in the waiting room. And, uh, you know, like everyone else, they sit in the waiting room and then go in and get their teeth checked. But during COVID, they didn't let the players sit in the waiting room. You know, they didn't let any of them do that. So they all had to come in the back door. 
to make payments or to get work done or whatever. Yeah. And she said one time uh, Aaron Rodgers had come in to make a payment. So they, they brought him in the back door and set him in the conference room. And she went in there and she's like, well, it's like 50 bucks for, you know, your payment or whatever. And he just put his wallet out and handed it to her. And she goes, what am I supposed to do with this? He says, just pick any card. Don't matter. Just pick a card and pay it. <laughs> pick a card, but any card. <laughs> she was she was kind of taken aback by that. Like, that's what an arrogant thing to do instead of just being nice and handing a card to her. She, he hands his whole wallet to her and like, just pick a card. Like, I, I told her, I told her, I said, well, I would have said, all right, well, we'll just mail you a bill and then send it back with your autograph, Kay. Yeah, something. <laughs> you know, like, I don't been, be an asshole. I would have been like, I'm not, I would have handed it, I'm not your assistant. Right. You're here to make a payment on services yeah. that you received. She said he's kind of an arrogant Hand me guy, a freaking card. But he's not nearly as big as you'd think he'd be. He's like a no? little scrawny dude. Mm. And then like there's, there's a lineman that plays for Green Bay named David Bakhtiara. Of course, he don't play very often, but she said he's built like a brick shit house. Big dude. He's like 6'6", six, 3'10", six, and built just like big. Damn. That be big dude. Bud. Damn. She said most of them are really nice guys, though, but like Green Bay's different than most of the other places in the NFL. Like the Green Bay players, they'll walk down the street. They'll walk around, go shopping and stuff. Like it's no big deal. Nobody hounds them for autographs and yeah. pictures and stuff. They're they're celebrities, of course. I mean, they all play football. They're 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 stars in America, but they don't. Uh, yeah, like like my wife just said, she wouldn't even know them if they walked right past her. Yeah, I probably wouldn't know half of them because I don't know Green Bay. I mean, I know who Jordan Love is, but other than that, like I know well Jordan Love, Aaron's Jones, Christian Watson, but I see them where if they're not in a full uniform with a helmet, with I don't helmet, know what the hell they look yeah. like. I don't care about them that much. Mm. Like if I was walking down in Detroit and seeing <clears throat> David Montgomery, I, I don't know who that. I mean, I would I would walk right past him. Probably now if I saw Barry Sanders, I know who that is because he's been, well, he's been on TV. Yeah, he's huge, you know. But uh, I mean, I'd probably know who Jared Goff is too. I'd be like, Hey, Ryan Gosling! Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's here! <laughs> oh, you're Jared Goff, whatever, dude. <laughs> I was noticing that when I was watching the yeah. the, the game. I'm like, man, he looks a lot like Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Like just a little bit, like a little bit, uh, just just a little different. And I'm, I'm sure like, he looks like Ryan Gosling. I bet Ryan Gosling's older. Probably. So I'm guessing he looks like Ryan Gosling. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So we got a we got a debrief <clears throat> episode today. Yeah, yeah. We're already into talking about football stuff and Green Bay sure. Lions. So Jake and uh, Ethan went to at Lambeau Field and went oh, to a, a Lions, Lions away game. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, sat with the Cheeseheads. For sure. And yeah, we watched. sat with, uh, <clears throat> there was 78,000 people there. Yeah, it's pretty good. Huge, Big huge giant. fan base following. But at the end of the first half, it was funny because they were all booing the Packers. Like their whole crowd was booing them. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, they were so pissed. We were up 24 to 3 at half. I know. But we were sitting there biting our nails. We're like, the Lions have lined many <laughs> games before. <laughs> <laughs> it's become a verb. Oh, my God. They have lost so many leads like that. I wanted to text you, too, because I, I got home. I told you I got home. I watched it from the second half, and I saw the score. And then they were going, and I can't remember exactly where I jumped in. But I'm like, I think the Lions had scored again. And I'm like, I almost text you. Hey, it looks like they might win this one. Yeah. But uh, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, I can't jinx it. I'd have, been, I'd have texted you back, like, why you got to say that, asshole? Yeah. And then if they lost, 
they lost. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I jinxed them. I would have, I would have got, I would have jumped out on that Thursday night studio, been like, it's all Matt Chimima's <laughs> fault. My best friend back in Williston. Yeah, he she, jinxed them. I watched that whole post game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The little, the little uh, interviews and conference and stuff when the those com the commentators were. Yeah, yeah. Doing their thing and I'm watching and I'm watching it at just as much as watching them as as focused on the crowd when they would show the crowd. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I bet I got to see them. They're they're over there somewhere. Right. Well, <laughs> if you uh, if 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 you want to see pictures, you find me on Facebook, Jacob Martin Dick. Most people that uh, listen to us already know that. Most yeah, of them are already my saw. Facebook friends, but I posted a bunch of pictures of uh lambo field and some there's some videos on there and a panorama view of the field before the game started and yeah stuff. that was a but, cool picture yeah uh, um it was just dude it was just the coolest experience just to go there and watch a game i mean first off it's lambo i mean lambo field was like dedicated in 1959 like yeah it's, it's an iconic old stadium. stadium it's been renovated a lot there's there's so much new stuff there and it's just a beautiful setup and it's in such a small town like if you own a house if you buy a house in brown county you are a part owner of the the green bay it's owned by the fans oh cool you own green bay packers and every year you if you, you put your name in a lottery every year and you can win season tickets but you still have to pay for them but you can win the option to buy season tickets hmm. so i mean the place is owned by the fans, still controlled by the owners, you know, well, by the management, I guess. But the fans own a piece of it if you buy a house in Brown County. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it, it's a, just a neat place. And uh, just sitting there, like, I'm at, a, I'm at a Thursday night football game, dude, and we're listening to the National Anthem. I started tearing up. I was like, this is freaking awesome because they're firing off fireworks, red, white, and blue fireworks and shit. And that's one thing we didn't get to see a whole lot of in Minnesota when we went last year to the Vikings Lions is outdoors. They can do fireworks off the top of the stadium. So there was fireworks uh, all the time. And the two touchdowns that Green Bay scored, they light off uh, yellow and green fireworks. But boom, boom. It was so cool, man. Yeah, because U.S. Bank Stadium's got a roof. Yeah. It's got that weird roof thing on it. Yeah. it's uh, it's uh, Well, it's, kind of, it's more of a domed it's field. Like a, yeah. Yeah, there's it's not like a much. greenhouse, greenhouse looking roof. Kinda. I, um, U.S. Bank is a very nice stadium, very clean, very new, and it's a really cool place to watch a game at. But Lambeau Field is so iconic. Yeah, there's just something about it. I mean, the Lombardi Classic Trophy. Stadium. The Lombardi Trophy is made after the old coach of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they've got that. Big old statue of Vince Lombardi out there. Yep. Did you take pictures? I, of that? I did take a couple pictures of that I forgot to post them. But <clears throat> there's a picture of Vince Lombardi and uh, Lambo, and there's also a place that has like a little uh, like a wall where you can take a picture of yourself doing a Lambo leap. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I was like, I'm not jumping. <laughs> my fat ass wouldn't have been able to handle that. <laughs> Probably would have thrown my back out and pulled the groin if I had tried to jump upon there. But it was fun. Oh, dude, it was really cool. So. Well, we started out, I was off all week, and we planned this pretty much before Ethan started at UPS. So, like, right away we told Amanda, because she was still running preload pre at the time, like, hey, Ethan needs this week off. We already have it planned and set. Yeah. So I was able to talk to our uh, our center manager and have him put it on his calendar. Then I talked to um, my my 
supervisor, I guess, my driver supervisor, uh, Heather, is that her name? Okay. Can't, I don't know why I just brain farted on that. So I talked to her and she put it on there. And so I made sure Ethan had the week off and we left, uh, Tuesday morning at like six 30. And we, um, before we even went, Ethan was like, Hey, the twins are playing the A's just like we did last year. We went to a twins angels game. Yep. And then the next day we went to the lions Vikings. So Ethan's like, Hey, we're going through Minneapolis. Twins are playing at home against the A's. I'll buy the tickets if you want to go. I said, cool. He says, well, he looked them up. It'd be about 180 bucks for both of us to where he wanted to sit at. Kind of like where we sat at last time. Yeah. And I said, oh, sounds good, man. But don't buy them just yet. Let me call the union real quick. So I called local 638 in Minneapolis. And the guy that does twins tickets, I told him, I said, hey, man, you know, I, I drive for UPS. I'm union. My son works preload there. He's union. Uh, we're heading through Minneapolis. <clears throat> and uh, we we're I was wondering if you guys had any uh, tickets that you're giving away for uh, Saturday or Tuesday, the 26th of September, uh, Twins A's. He says, well, I'm not in the office yet, but when I get in there, I'll check them out and just send me your name and email. And then if I have them, I'll just text you and tell you I sent them. I was like, all right, cool. And I wasn't expecting the last few times I've asked for tickets. Uh, they never had any. So, yeah, there's a lot of us in the union. Yeah. About a half hour <clears throat> later, he texts me. He's like, send them. I was like, what? So oh. I opened them up and I'm like, no way, dude. Box seats right behind the dugout. Four rows off the field. First baseline. Yeah. First baseline. Yeah, dude. I didn't post. I, oh, I think I did post them pictures. I posted them too. But uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. Me and Ethan just drove. We made it down there. We made it into the cities about, I don't know, quarter after five. Game started at 6.30. Well, maybe around 5.30, we made it right down by the stadium. So we just drove in, went over, got a parking, you know, in the parking garage, parked, and then walked the sky bridge over to the field and went in kind of the back entrance from where we went in last time. Yeah, because we went in the front front. Yeah, we went in the front front last time, and then this time we went in, like, in the right field, way up on back behind the right field oh, uh, gotcha. bleachers there. and. Went in there, went and found our seats. We had a, just like last time, we had our own bathrooms and concessions and all that shit yeah, right down cool. below. And it wasn't busy at all, you know. But the thing about Target Field and Lambo and a lot of fields, I'm sure now, they don't deal with cash at all. It's all virtual. Mm. You can only use a card. So, I mean, I took out 100 bucks thinking I'd be able to just use that to pay for concessions and stuff. Well, it turns out you can only use your card. <clears throat> so i'm like geez i just took a 100 bucks i don't want to keep spending more money <laughs> Shit. so anyway we ended up it was tuesday night dollar dogs oh nice so i had a couple hot dogs even got some popcorn that's i bought way, a collectible twins refillable cup so i just went down and got a couple refills on that but it, it rained yeah that's because i think when we were there last year yeah the freaking it, we got, we got sprinkled on a little bit too, but then the we had to pay regular price for all that. And I think I got a hot dog and a drink. Yeah, I got I got like a hot dog and a beer, and it was it was like twenty bucks or something. like Yeah, that. <laughs> well, that was a Saturday game. Yeah, yeah, for just just the two items. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it was, just it was the way it crazy. worked out, though. I think you know it was pretty cool that Lambo was on a Thursday night. So yeah, that's pretty cool, dude yeah oh my god I'll, I'll never stop talking about how cool that was that was the coolest thing i've ever seen i think but we uh so we went to the twins game rained 
till probably the fourth inning. <clears throat> In the first inning, we got to see our first Grand Slam. That was pretty cool. That's cool. That yep. would be fun to see. They loaded the bases. Dude smoked it, too. I mean, it went center field, I think. And Oh, nice. Uh, 438 feet That's or something. so crazy. And I was five to nothing after the first inning. And then, I mean, the A's hit a two or three run shot or something. I mean, it was a it was a decent game just to sit and watch. You can't go wrong watching a live sporting event. There's nothing like it. I mean, there's certain places I want to go to watch games at, but Target Field's a really nice place to watch yeah, that's a game a nice, at. That's a nice field. It is. It's a really nice field. And, uh, you know, it, just to see them guys out there like, me and Ethan were sitting there, and Ethan's like, I can't believe how big these guys are. I was like, yeah, they're big boys. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're good athletes. Athletes, yeah. They're, they're strong. They're big. They don't smoke like your fat dad, you know? Like, they're healthy, you know? So yeah. well, most of them, some of them still smoke. They we've, we've, drink. We've talked about it a few times, just the differences in trainings that they can do now, the difference in understanding sports, how sports medicine understands the body and, and physics and and uh, training exercises and how how they're really really specific on what they're doing and they're just oh know, yeah peak performance i mean they're just they're professional athletes i mean they call them professionals for a reason because that's that's what they do yeah the, the dude that played first base for the a's like did the splits near the end of the game to to catch a ball through the first base yeah. and i was like holy cow how do people that big do that but yeah. the guy you know that's what left, they do. was he a lefty or a righty um he was a lefty yeah they like sticking left handers on first base. yeah yeah because they get more of a reach yeah but yeah no he did the freaking splits and it was a nice grab you know nice. but there was some some yeah no good pitching it was a lot of fun they didn't really do a whole lot like they did last time like when they shut all the lights off and played the big screen and stuff yeah, yeah. that's more for like weekend games i'm guessing probably but uh went to that game on a tuesday night Best part about it was dollar dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, mean, I would have got five of them. Oh, I, I thought Jeez. about it. That's what I had for dinner. We didn't eat anything when we got to the hotel or after we left the game. We just, yeah, because when we went last year, it was so expensive. It was like, I don't want to keep eating anything else. And then so we went we to the Brit Pub afterwards. Yeah, we went, eat, we went to eat out. <clears throat> got some uh, Which fi fish awesome. and chips. <sighs> fish and chips and that ginger ale and <clears throat> Jameson, Jameson and ginger ale. Whatever brand of ginger ale they used was just mixed and blended so yeah. so oh, nice so good i had that bangers and mash yeah that was some good shit so yeah i know we left the game we drove back through the city went right by us bank like, so how so far cool. well how far is that so <clears throat> from where we are to the stadium to target that's that's 10 11 hours right you can make it in 10 10 10 and a half <clears throat> at the most so and then you guys drove up because you had the Tuesday, Tuesday night game was the or Wednesday night was the. It was a Tuesday night baseball. Game. Baseball was Tuesday. Yep. And then Thursday was football. Was the yeah, Lions yeah. and the Packers. And how far? How far is that from? Uh, from Minneapolis to Green Bay, it's probably four hours. Four hours, because where where so I guess I mean most of the listeners are they know because they're all in somewhat a similar area. Right. But uh, they know that Minnesota is pretty much, it's like straight east yeah. from from where we are geographically in the country. You just kind of straight shot. You get down to Bismarck and go straight east on 94. And then you head up, you're heading north from there. Or where, which direction are you heading? You're kind of heading a little bit northeast. Northeast? Yeah. So, so just, just up a little bit? 
we left Minneapolis right after the game, we got on the highway, and we drove over to Eau Claire, and, which is probably about an hour from Minneapolis. Okay. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. I don't remember how far exactly it is. Um, but it's, it's no more than an hour and a half. And we got over there uh, probably 20, quarter after 11, 20 after 11. Got a hotel room. Uh, decided we were going to sleep in a little bit, you know, get some rest because it was a long drive Tuesday. Yeah, and you want to be, you want to be nice and awake for the game. Well, not even that. Just getting over to Green Bay, I want to be awake and hang out, you know, because yeah. that first Wednesday we just had whatever to do, you know, because we got over there on Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So Wednesday we had nothing to left left Eau Claire about eleven. Oh yeah, ten thirty, eleven o'clock. And we just, I just looked up, I got on maps on my phone and typed in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And it's just, all right, follow this route, make like a left to left, 80 some miles, merge onto here, 40 some miles, you're good. <laughs> done, done. Yeah. And we just got on there and it's all Northern Wisconsin. It's two lane road. It's kind of like highway two here. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, there's no like, uh, big interchanges and shit like all the roads are right off the highway just so like up it's here. not like a freeway system no. that i grew up driving in, in san diego no, no. <laughs> it's not like going through minneapolis or staying on 94 where it's all off ramps and shit like four, that. four lanes on both sides yeah nothing like that i don't even think you hit the, you might hit that going into minneapolis and coming out of minneapolis but after that it's just all two lane okay so when we left eau claire we got on highway 29 um, you go right down through downtown Eau Claire and then it gets you right on to 29 that takes you straight to Green Bay. And uh, we got on there. We were right through uh, Chippewa Falls where Line and Kugels makes their beer at. I've heard I've heard that. Yeah, you've had, you've had Line and Kugels Summer Shandy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That, was, that one was pretty good. You've had some of them Line and Kugel beers. Mm -hmm. That's where it's made at is in Chippewa Falls. Nice. So, uh, you know, I had Ethan with me and uh, Ethan's the type of person that's like, if it's not what he wants to do, he's not excited. Yeah. So if I want to like, hey, let's stop by the brewery. No, I don't want to. You know, hey, let's go see if they got sports cards at this giant sports card place. Okay, let's go look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's what he's into. So if it's not what he wants or what he's into, you ain't doing it unless you just want to deal with a moping freaking kid. Right? Jeez. But he started out driving. When we left the hotel, he drove. <clears throat> well, first off, he drove from Williston to Minot, and then I drove Minot to Bismarck, then he drove Bismarck to Fargo, and then I drove Fargo to Minneapolis. So pretty even. Pretty even driving there. To Minneapolis is pretty even. Yep. And then uh, when we left Minneapolis, I, he won't drive through the cities just like his mom. They won't do it. I told him, I said, it's good training to you got to know how to do that stuff and you're never going to go through the city yeah you have to know how to drive through it and it was bumper to bumper traffic a lot of times there's a lot of construction on the way over there <clears throat> i mean we would have made it there in exactly 10 hours if there hadn't been instruct uh, construction because we didn't stop that many times you know whenever we stopped to get gas i'd smoke a cigarette i'd get back in the car we'd go because we didn't stop for uh we did stop at burger king in jamestown oh, burger king. and he grabbed some chicken fries and i grabbed a couple double whoppers oh yeah and uh or junior whoppers whoppers so i ate those and he ate his fries and he kept driving and then we got um close to fargo and we switched off again and i drove through fargo to some well I, then i drove all the way to the city and then we got out of the baseball game i drove the rest of the way to eau claire 
We left Eau Claire. He drove to about 30 miles or 40 miles west of Green Bay. And then I started driving again and uh, drove us all the way into Green Bay. And like you, when you come around the corner in Green Bay on the highway, you come around the corner on the highway there and there's a sign that says Lombardi Drive or Lombardi Ave. Mm. You just get off there, take a left, you're right down by the field. That's cool. So we went down there, went in the authentic, the, uh, um, the authentic shop down there at the field. And uh, Ethan bought a Reggie White Packers jersey because his goal is to get a great player from each team. And Reggie White was a great defensive end for the Packers back in the day. Gotcha. He played for the Eagles too, I think, maybe another team. But uh, <clears throat> he bought a Reggie White jersey. I bought your cheese head. Yep. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, I asked for a cheese head. Yep. So I got your cheese head, and then I got a couple. I got a program of the game, and then I got – uh, a magnet and a can koozie. Yeah, because the NFL is doing a cool thing with the support supporting cancer yep. research and development done. It's called tre- cru- crucial catch stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the cool. crucial catch line, and like they got hats of all the teams that have the rainbows behind them with the team logo. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, crucial catch. It's been a big thing for the last three or four seasons, I think, where they're it's just kind of. Joining forces to combat cancer, all yeah. sorts of cancers, type of cancers. They support all cancers with Crucial Catch. So I'm so, guessing that all goes towards treatment and research. Well, I'm sure it does. <clears throat> I'm sure it all goes toward cancer research. And that's a big, and, that's a big, big fan base to reach to because people are going to want, they're going to want gear for their team anyway. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, I'll just buy it in this, in this color. And that supports that. And that goes to, portion of the proceeds go to yeah. uh, cancer research. Well, we stopped in Albertsville, uh, the outlet stores that we stopped at on our way back. That oh, yeah, time. that was a cool store. They're really cool places, and we stopped in there because Ethan wanted to go to a Lids because he wanted to get an A's hat or an A's sweatshirt or something. So he ended up buying an Oakland A's hat to wear to the Twins game because you know how Ethan is. He always gotta, <laughs> he's always got to support the opposite the away team, you know, well, last games. Year, last year I wore an Angels hat. Yeah, yeah. So And he was supporting the Angels anyway because he wanted to see Shohei win, you know. Yeah. But, uh, he's always got to buy the opposite team's hat of the city we're in. So we bought an ace hat (laughs) to wear there and he didn't have anything like black or green or yellow or anything to wear with the hat. So I bought him a a Nike windbreaker at the Nike outlet there that was all black, you know, so he wore that with the ace hat. So he wasn't even really cold. That brand new windbreaker was blocked. Yeah, that probably rain too warm. I wore my UPS fleece jacket. So it was soaking up all the water. Yeah. <clears throat> but his 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 uh popcorn got watered down a little bit by all the rain so he ate like i don't know three quarters of the bag and whoops yeah soggy popcorn yeah that's no good and then it just got various but then we left there i drove to claire he drove the rest of the way over to about 40 miles west green bay like i said then i got in and drove the rest of the way and when we left uh when we left friday at like uh noon i drove all the way from Green Bay to Minneapolis to the Mall of America. We went there on our way back, and then I drove from there to Fargo. So I drove eight hours, eight and a half, nine hours, whatever. And then we got up in Fargo, and he started driving. And he drove to about, I don't know, 50 miles east of Bismarck. Then I drove over to Bismarck, and then I drove up to Minot and then he drove the rest of the way home. So I did a little bit more of the driving on the back on the trip home, but 
was a little little more uh, uneven. Yeah, but on the trip home, his excuse was he was so tired because I snore so bad. <laughs> <laughs> said, it, said it sounded like a like a bear. That's he just funny. kept waking him up. Chainsaw going off. Right. But my brother Jamie, you know, my brother Jamie and my brother in law Darren, who you met when they came out here for Ethan's graduation. Yeah, yeah, Darren. Um, Darren and Jamie went to the game with us too. They drove over from Michigan because I had bought four tickets and I asked them to go. I asked Darren to go when I told him what I was buying for Ethan. He's like, yeah, I'm in. So then I called Jamie and said, hey, you want to go? And he's like, hey, we should get all the brothers to go. And I was like, all right, ask him, you know, but none of them wanted to go. Hmm. So me, Jamie, and Darren and Ethan went to the game and uh, they we all stayed at my cousin Michelle's house like seven minutes from the field. And uh, the first night, Ethan, Ethan slept in a room upstairs across from Michelle's room all to himself. And me, Jamie, and Darren all slept downstairs in the basement. We all slept on uh, – Darren slept in a recliner. Jamie slept on the wraparound couch, and I slept on another couch that was in the little side room off that main basement room. And Jamie said it was so hard to sleep, though, it was like battling chainsaws. <laughs> he said me and Darren <laughs> were snoring so Darren. hard. He said, he said, Jake, you know, he said, I heard you were a bad snorer, but you ain't got nothing on Darren. Oh, geez. He said that dude was murdering a rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> said he was snoring so loud. That's hilarious. But uh, no. Um, so we got down there on uh, Wednesday, went straight to the authentic shop, got your cheese head, got a few other things. And then we went and sat at my cousin's house, and uh, it was like, I don't know, maybe 3 o'clock. She wasn't supposed to get out of work till like 5. So maybe it was about 3.30 or so. So um, I texted her and said, well, we made really good time. Because she, she had texted me and said, hey, text me an hour before you're here, and then I can meet you guys there. I was like, all right. So we went to her house, and I to forgot to text her. And so I texted her and said, hey, we made really good time. We're here. We're at your house right now. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. All right. And then uh, <clears throat> we see her neighbor come out of his garage, and he picks up his garbage can, walks it up, grabs theirs, brings it up to their house. And uh, and then all of a sudden, like 15 minutes later, he comes walking over towards the car. And Ethan gets out and was talking to him and stuff because Michelle had just called me when he started walking over and said, hey, my neighbor Jesse's going to let you guys into the garage and stuff. He had called her and said, hey, there's just two guys sitting out in front of your house. I think it's your cousins, but I'm not sure. You want me to go check? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no, he just texted me. He said they're there. He's like, all right. A real, really nice guy. Got Shout a, out to Jesse, man. He's got just a, uh, She's got a good neighbor. Oh, they, they, she has the coolest neighbors. Dude, they're all they're all nice. Uh, Jesse comes over and hangs out with them all the time. They watch the games together. They cook out. They drink, hang out. Uh, he mows their lawn for them if they need it, if they haven't gotten it done in a while. Like he helped her hang all the drywall in her garage. He knows hmm. the dogs. He's taking them for walks. When he when he comes over to their house and goes back to his house, her one dog Hutch will follow him to his house, go <laughs> to his house with him and stuff. And he always has treats for the dogs and stuff. Great, great neighbors. And uh he's such an Andy's Andy's a Marine. He's a he's a veteran. Right on. So me and him really hit it off, got to talking and stuff. But he was a Marine. You know, he got out after four years, 10 years before I joined, you know. So he was back right before the Gulf War. He had gotten out. But he was wearing a Bart Star salute to service jersey on Thursday. So we got a, I got a picture of us two together with our salute to service That's jerseys cool. on. And really nice guy. So he comes over. You know, he, he has a keypad code to the garage, opens it up. And, uh, my um michelle said she'd text her son who was home 
and say, hey, they're here. You know, you want to let them in and, you know, just hang out with them for a minute. So we went inside. We're sitting there talking to to Will. And uh, um, she come walking in the door. And it was just like, you know, I hadn't seen her. And when's the last time we've seen her at my grandma's funeral, maybe, or my Uncle Rick's? Had to have been six, seven years since I've seen her. And uh, it was like, just like nothing ever stopped. You know, like, that's what I love about my family. We all grew up so close that it's just like nothing ever stopped. Like we didn't miss anything. We just pick up where we left off at and just keep going. That's cool. You know, so we just get along like that. So she walked in, give her a big hug and we just start bull. She gives Ethan a big hug. You know, she remembers him and her son, Will was there. And I was talking to my mom cause um, it was my mom's birthday that Wednesday. So I called her up, FaceTimed her with Michelle there. So Michelle could say happy birthday to her and stuff. And uh, she's like, is, is Cameron home? I said, who the hell is Cameron? She goes, it's Will. I said, oh, my God. That's right. His name's Cameron Williams or Cameron William Chase. <laughs> but uh, I've always called him Will. Michelle's always called him Will. But his real name's Cameron. Mm. And I'm like, I forgot about that. And I was talking to her, her neighbor, Jesse. And, and I was like, yeah, my mom called me. I was telling him the story. And he's like, what? His name's Cameron. <laughs> well, he didn't like, know. He yeah, didn't know either. He didn't know either. He's like, I've always called him Will. That's what she's always called him. It's like it's like Maddie. He's probably. I mean, we call him Brandon a lot. Yeah. So his name's Matthew Brandon. Yeah. Especially when he gets in trouble. Yeah, that's when you start using it. Calling him Maddie. What are you what? doing? Do stop doing that. Do this. Amanda will be like, Maddie. You need to do this. Maddie, you need to do this. Brandon. And then he was like, whoa. Yeah, right. He knows it's <laughs> mom used my middle name. Look yeah. out. But I told her, I told I said a joke in front of Michelle. And uh she was like, Jacob Martin. And I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like three people in my life call me that. <laughs> like, I'll let it slide. <laughs> but yeah, she's always uh, and then I asked her, I said, You know all of our middle names? She's like, Yeah, you know, she said all their middle names. I was like, What? Is that your cousin on your mom's side or your dad's side? My dad's side. Your dad's side. So <clears throat> her mom was my dad's oldest sibling. Uh, it's your dad's sister. Yeah. She passed gotcha. away three years ago. She passed away during the first year of COVID. So she passed away 2020. Um, she had a, a brain tumor that killed her. She was in good health too, other than that. Like she was 75 years old when she passed away, I think. Um, so she was my dad's half sister so her my my cousin michelle her great grandfather or her actual grandfather her her mom's dad don clark um uh he he was in an ambulance over in uh somewhere in in uh france or italy or something like that and they hit a landmine and it killed him Oh shit. So he died over in World War II and uh she was born 3 months after he passed away. And so it was my dad's half sister from my grandmother's first husband. And so Michelle, I think because Michelle is the oldest out of it's either her or her brother are the oldest out of all of us cousins. Cuz I think her and her brother and then my uncle jim and then jamie and my uncle jim's daughter i think something like that and then jason so there's like 20 some of us cousins from all the family there's a lot of us and 
you know, all the other ones got to grow up without the last name. We all got screwed. Well, actually, not even, you know, three of them. There was one, two, three, four brothers and a sister. So she's the only one that really got to change her last name. Everyone else were, were dicks. <laughs> Just a bunch of dicks running around. Just a bunch of them. Just a bunch of dicks. <clears throat> so my Uncle Rick had two or three kids. Two. My Uncle Jim had four or five, and he had two and he had two kids that passed away before his oldest daughter was born. Yeah. Before Danielle was born, he had two sons that passed away, I think. And then uh, my dad had six kids. And then my Uncle Bob had two. And my, you know, and then Uncle Rick had two, I think. So it's a big, big, big extended family. Big family on that side. And, like, I asked my mom what she wanted to be when she grew up. She said, I, I always wanted to just be a mom. That was her dream was just be a mom. Mm -hmm. And I asked my dad, I said, how many kids – did, did you did you want when you were growing up? He said, well, I wanted like 12. <laughs> he said, your Jeez. mom didn't want any more, though. <laughs> he, little, he wanted a huge family with like a farmhouse and a wraparound porch and all that stuff. It's a little easier for him. Yeah. For, you know, for yeah. us, for the guys. He don't have to squeeze them out. <laughs> but, you know, my dad did a good job. You know, he worked seven days a week in, to pay for all of us and to take care of us. I think we all turned out okay. So props to him. But I think so. Michelle's a fun person to be around, man. She's uh, pretty down to earth, you know. Probably more, probably more liberal than conservative, you know. But uh, it's us, so she don't let that phase her, <laughs> you know. As it's like uh, if I tell a joke, she don't take it with a she don't take it to heart. It's just I like jokes. That's what she sees, you know. So we had a great time, man. I'd tell her all the jokes I ever heard and <laughs> a few that she shouldn't have heard. <laughs> probably a few that I shouldn't have told. <clears throat> but, uh, no, we had a blast that first day because then Jamie and Darren showed up. We went out to a place to eat. And, you know, like she she's the type of person that don't want us to pay for her either. You know, she wants to pay for herself. And even if I said, Michelle, let me, let me buy your dinner tonight. You know, like, I mean, you're letting us stay with you for free yeah. you know like you're you're opening your house to us let, let me buy your dinner she goes no I'm, I'm fine i said please let me buy your dinner it'll make me feel better she goes okay fine so i bought her dinner and then the next day um we all went out to eat and we all paid for ourselves i even made ethan pay for himself <laughs> and then uh that next morning before we left i bought everybody breakfast because so when we first got there that Wednesday, my cousin took us down into Green Bay and showed us where she was going to have us park one of our cars at Thursday morning. And that way she could just bring us down to the stadium, drop us off. And after the game, we could walk and get in her car. We don't have to pay for parking. We can just take off from there and showed us the back way to get out of there so we didn't have to fight the traffic to get back to her house. So you know, it worked really well. So Thursday, she takes us down and drops us off where we'd park the car at. And we're walking up to the stadium, and Ethan's like, oh, look at that. And I was like, what the hell? I looked, 200 bucks sitting on the ground. So I picked it up. I said, dude, you want half? You're the one that found it. He's like, I ain't that type of guy. Said, I'm that type of guy. I'm keeping that shit. It's 200, it it 200 bucks. And I was like, that's 200 bucks. It was $200 bills just sitting on the side of the curb. And I was like, shit, all right. I said, I'll take it. And uh, so then, so then we went to the game. And yeah. that's the best part of the whole vacation, man. 
I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And they played well. The Lions played oh well. Oh, my gosh. They played so good. I mean, this story would be a whole lot different if they'd have lost. If the Lions would have lied in that game, <laughs> this would be a whole different story. But I yeah. still would be very excited about being able to see a Thursday night game at Lambeau. Yeah. That was cool. so exciting and so cool, man. And just the way, you know, like the, the Packers fans, they weren't like obnoxious and threatening and loud and stuff you know they just they were fans so like us going in there like if you said like go lions or like go packers you know and like they're not like fuck you lions suck i'm gonna beat your ass you know they're not like that they're not yeah. like philly fans <laughs> you know because philadelphia is kind of that way but uh no dude we went in there and get got up to uh found our seats which jesus christ we walked in it's like 40 freaking rows up that we had to walk up the stairs and these aren't like these aren't like uh u.s bank stairs <laughs> they're not like close together doing a bunch of steps with escalators in between these are like foot and a half tall cement blocks oh geez. that you're stepping up and god jamie got up there and he's like geez my calves are gonna be so sore tomorrow from that climb up i said that's not why they're gonna be sore dude it's because you got 300 pounds riding on stilts because <laughs> you're a big guy and not very big legs man that's funny. Yeah. So we got out to our seats and then I and then I was like, hey, let's go get some drinks. And Darren's like, oh my God, I want to walk all the way down there. I said, dude, just go up. You go up, there's another concourse up there. So it was like five steps up to get to the concourse on the above us. Nice. So it worked out perfect. Yeah, they sit at the top of the stadium, row one hundred, but you gotta walk all the way down to row twenty to get a drink. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't do it yeah. like that. Yeah, they make it easy for you to spend a hundred bucks on barely any food oh man it's so easy i mean i i what i you know i bought a beer and i bought darren a beer and then i bought uh jamie a water ethan didn't want nothing so the second time i went up i bought two waters and it was like 12 and a half bucks for two waters Jeez. but it was like 35 dollars for two beers and a water that's crazy it was crazy and they don't like i said they only take cards so that was the only beer i drink and i could not believe like I'm not a I'm not a person that goes to places like that and drinks a bunch and gets jacked up because I want to remember that night. Yeah. I want to remember. I spent a lot of money to go there. <laughs> you know, I, I want to remember it. I want to experience it full without having any gaps in it. You know, like I want to see this stuff. So <clears throat> there was so many fans around there that just kept getting up and going up and getting up and going up and getting beers and beers and people are hammered at that Jeez. place. And it's like, why would you spend all that money to come to a game like this and not remember it? Yeah, you you spent the money on your tickets, and then you went and spent $200 on beer. Yeah, <laughs> like you dropped an assload of money on tickets, and then you drop another significant amount, 200 bucks on beers, just to not remember paying that much for this game. <laughs> Maybe that's why they needed to do it. Maybe. It like, I'm so, I spent so much money. Maybe the guy I seen go up there so many times was all depressed that he lost 200 bucks on the way to the stadium. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he was <laughs> you mad. You never know. Yeah. So Maybe. the Lions got up. Uh, so the Lions, like, started off really good. I mean, well, the first series they had, Jared Goff threw an interception. Oof. First series. Threw an interception, and I'm like, God, their this first, ain't going to go good. Their first possession? Yeah. His right, first possession. Right away. Detroit's first possession, he throws an interception. And I was like, oh, my God, this is not going to go good. I was kind of sweating, you know. Yeah. And then they held them to a field goal. So uh, Green Bay went up three to nothing right away. And then 
after that, Detroit just started freaking burying them. Just, I think I think by the time I picked up in the second half, they were twenty something to whatever it was. Twenty four to three. I think it was twenty four to three when I when I jumped on. There could have been twenty seven to ten. Some somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. They were lines were already up by the, by the time I jumped on it. Thank goodness for for Prime for Amazon because yeah. I'm like I'm trying to find it and I'm like, oh, Hulu's got live sports. I'm like, uh, nope, not this game. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap. And then I'm like, where? I'm sure one of these streaming. So I'm checking all of my streaming services, Peacock and yeah. Fox Sports and Checked all ESPN. The other ones first, didn't yeah. You? And then yeah. I'm like, where am I? And then I'm like. What the heck? And I Google Thursday night games are on Prime. Yeah, I just put it on. I just threw on Amazon Prime, and I'm like, oh, there it is, right there. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, no, it was so cool. So Detroit was up twenty four three at halftime, and my my neighbor or my, my cousin's neighbor Jesse and his wife had their uh, Green Bay stuff on, and uh, the um, my cousin Michelle was going to watch the game with them, and. Uh, um, Janelle was going to watch the game with them and stuff. And they're all sitting out in the garage, you know, I can picture how they had it set up because it's how they do it all the time. But their garage, they have, she has a big green TV on the wall in the garage and, uh, they have a bunch of recliners and a little fire pit and all that. So they had all that shit set oh, that's up. That's cool. So they're out there and they were going to cook chicken and stuff and have a, a meal and everything. And I knew that cause you know, they had told us what they were going to do while we were at the game. So after halftime, I texted her and said, how's the food? asking for a friend <laughs> and uh she sat back this is what she texts me back she goes real funny jackass it was delicious also we moved jamie's car good luck getting home <laughs> uh, that's funny that's what she texted me dude I, that was so much fun oh my gosh it was great <laughs> but when uh when green bay started scoring them touchdowns man we kind of we were biting our nails a little bit because like I said, the Lions have lined many leads. They have given up many leads like that, lost yeah. games. And this was not a game they could afford to lose. But they played just – they played awesome. They, they yeah, had, I remember they started making up yards. Green Bay started making up yards and started getting close into yeah. field goal range. And then or was it, they, they scored a point. They think they scored a touchdown really quick, and then they went for that two-point conversion yeah, instead yeah. of just kicking the field they goal. got it. And got it. Did oh. they get it? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, they got that one, and then there was the commentators were saying, "Well, now they're now they can try and get in, get in close to get a if they can get a field goal, and then they can make yep. it make it tied." And they're just started talking about the possible strategies, and it was just like, "Oh man, right? They might they might not squeeze this win. They might not make it." And then uh, and then I think the Lions scored another touchdown on that on the right after they answered back pretty quick. They might have that might have been their last touchdown of the game. Yeah. And just held him. But David Montgomery, their running back, got like he had like 130 yards rushing and three TDs. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he just he was a beast that night, man. He did good. Jared Goff played good. Yeah, he played really well. Uh, yeah, all them guys played good. Aiden Hutchinson played good. The Jared, defensive Jared line. Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Gosling. <laughs> uh, no, the whole team played so good all together and stuff. You know, it was just a team effort. They played so good. Make yeah. it sound like I'm part of the team. It was just a really good team effort, you know. We gave it everything we had, 110%, you know, just, just had to stop the run and control the passing game and, you know. <laughs> but uh, they played so good, man. Like, I think they had four or five sacks and two interceptions. Yeah. 
you know, they pressured Jordan Love like crazy. But in that second half, they came out, and for some reason, if he wanted to run the ball, he ran the ball. He scored. He ran in one of the touchdowns. Yeah, did. the offensive line was doing a good job about opening up a pocket for him, oh, yeah. and and letting him just just pop right through him. Either make up make up a good amount of yards, get the first down, or or I mean, even when they did score that touchdown, yeah. they were doing. Talk about Green Bay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no uh, the Lions with Jared were Goff. doing a, doing a good job. He he only ran the ball. A couple. I was talking about Jordan Love. Oh, when he ran that touchdown. When he ran that touchdown, yeah. and like. We were sitting there, and we seen them all lining up. You know, we seen the defense lining up, and Jamie's sitting next to me, and he just says he's going to run one in right here because they just had a giant gap, a huge gap, and nobody, yeah, huge gap, and nobody, yeah. and he nobody dropped opened. back, and the gap was wide open. And Jamie's yeah. like, "I told just you, ran, run in. straight in." I just, I just mean Lions offensive line that whole second half, making being able to oh, yeah. just pop open a little little pockets here and there, being able to hold hold the the defense off, and, and Goff wasn't getting get pressured a whole lot. No, he didn't. He didn't and a lot run. of the uh, a lot of the Packers fans were saying like, "Oh, you know, we're missing two of our best uh, uh, offensive tackles. That's why they were rushing them so well." It's like, yeah, if your whole team relies on two offensive tackles, yeah, how many same, people? Yeah, how many people are on that line? Yeah, There's, I mean, you're, you're only you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, that. it's like yeah. Same thing when they beat Kansas City. Well, it would have been different if they would have had. Uh, you know, Travis Kelsey playing in that game. Yeah, it might have been, but Detroit would have picked him up. Like, they would have covered him. It might have made the game a little different. We still beat you. It doesn't matter. Travis Kelsey is not KC. And if that's the only way you guys can win games, I would go for his knees every time he catches the ball. Yeah. You're going to knock them out of playoff contention. I mean, if that's your golden goose, you're going to burn him out and he's going to get hurt and then yeah. your season's done. I mean, he is with Taylor Swift now, so who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of there's I a lot so of talk because they're playing they're playing tonight. Yeah. And it's all over the it's all over the radio cuz I, I usually listen to even XM radio. That's yeah. all I that's all I listen to is I barely I barely listen to FM radio, but they're like, "Oh, there's a lot of Swifties buying tickets to, to the Kansas City game to see for if they a chance can, to see her. chance to see Taylor Swift. It's like whatever. It's like really you got some barking spiders running around the house. Oh, I thought this chair was just squeaking. Well, that too. Yeah, just, that's what that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> chair just squeaked a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but that's all over. Same thing with their last game. Their pictures of her in the bottom up up in that press box or wherever that owner's box or whoever yeah. whatever she was in. He was up in one of those nice boxes, and it was just all over media. Yeah, that's everywhere. all it's been all week is Taylor Swift and Kelsey. And there was even a thing on Instagram where wives were saying, oh, uh, Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey uh, popular. Oh, yeah, put him on the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map, and her husband are looking like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, he put her back on that. He's put her in the – limelight i think i i think she's a beautiful woman and there's a lot of people that don't but i think she's very attractive and travis kelsey's a good looking dude i mean they should be together good looking people should be together i think you should be worried well he probably will be she's gonna she's gonna leave him before he leaves her she seems like just just if you look at her past history with all her other relationships and how that's how that's worked out. But just, she's never well, been married. Just what they what they portray in the media and what the media does. She seems she seems kind of the, the the thing is is a little you, crazy. If you're the type of person that can fall in love easy 
and you're looking for that typical American uh, family where you, you're married, you have kids and all that, you cannot marry. Two superstars cannot get married very easily because they're always gone and away from each other. Yeah, your your job takes you all over. I mean, his job yeah. takes him all over the all over the nation playing football. And her, she's on tour right now, and she's all over yeah. the place. It's like Matthew McConaughey. The reason he's married so long to the same woman and has kids with her is because she's not a superstar. He married her because he fell in love with her and they had kids together. But every movie he does, they go with him. Yeah. They're on set with him. They're there. So he's never without his family. He raises his kids. He helps his wife raise his kids. They do everything together. You know, unless there's an emergency and she has to fly back to wherever they're from to take care of something, they're always with him. Them are the people that stay together forever. Like, who's Tom Hanks' wife? Oh. You never know hardly. I can't remember. Because she's not super famous. But that's why they're together so long. Yeah. You know? And then you get people like uh, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore. Whoever thought that would work out? <laughs> One, she's I a didn't. lot older than him. I didn't think it would work out. Yeah, for well, just the age difference, but just where they come from, the type of lives they live, it's just different. But yeah. now he's with now he's with Mila Kunis, and they've been together for quite a while now. And Ashton don't act that much no more. He's he's invested in other things that made him very wealthy. Yeah, he don't have to act to have an income. He's got a lot of. There's a lot of tech businesses. He's yeah. got his he's got his money and a lot of other things. And he and he's made a buttload of money off that stuff. Like Ryan Reynolds don't have to act no more. No, because he freaking started a started a mint cellular mobile, co- yeah, then, cellular company. Yeah, and then he's got a I was he's say got a, a celery company. It's celery a snap stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that mint mobile. Did he sell that already? Yeah, he sold it he, for he sold seven hundred million or something for like a crazy amount of money, and then bought Wrexham. Uh, yeah, bought into him and Rob. Rob McElhinney, something like that. Isn't that the guy from uh, it's always, always, it's always Sunny? Philly. Yeah, yeah. They and, bought that team and together. Possibly another. I don't remember all the investors, but yeah, they bought that. And then uh, he's got Aviator Gin. Yeah, that's his. That was before even before all that stuff. He's done really well investing his money <clears throat> and making more. And <clears throat> Mila Kunis, you know, she just oh, oh, Ryan Reynolds. But who's who's Ryan Reynolds with? Oh, um, Blake Lively. Oh, she's so hot. But uh, um, yeah, you know, and they have kids together, and she has pretty much stopped acting, and she's home. She hasn't done very much. She don't need now. to. She did uh, the Shallows. I think was the last movie that I saw. People that are that willing to give up ago. a family to keep acting will never have a family. Mm-mm. Not the traditional one, anyway. No, your that, that means your career means more that more to you than your family. Yeah, because you're always on location and you're there until the movie's done filming. Right. So you could be you could be out there for four or five months, six and, and months. If, and if you're the type of guy that um, has a family that can like. I, I don't know. You you, you want to have kids with somebody, but you want to keep doing what you love. If you have a woman that does the same or in the same industry as you, it's probably not going to work out because she's going to be doing her thing and you're going to be doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And people that are in love can only be apart so long before they get really bored of being alone. Yeah. You know, and it just, that's just the way life is. Like I went to green Bay for three days I was hoping she'd leave by the time I got back, <laughs> but she was still here. So I know she's a keeper. She wants to stay. She could have left, but she didn't. She stayed, and I appreciate it. 
What's that? He's 18. He'd come home. He'd go see you once in a while. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, dude, it was uh, <clears throat> Lions what win. Are, what other highlights we got from that game? We got the uh, in the second half, we had that interception. Beautiful interception. Yeah, just, the one, just that was the one right down by the end zone, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep, yep. Who was that? What was it? What's oh. his name? Not Jacobson. Not, Jacobs. Was, was it Jacobs? Yep. Yeah, he just just I mean, you watch that replay and he's covering that he's covering the receiver, but then he turns and he just watches and he just boop, He read just, the quarterback. Yeah, man. He read that quarterback perfectly. Yeah, and he just, that was great. He just went back the other direction and boom, just picked it up. See, it all happened from my seat. So the highlights are just in my head. I can't remember yeah. them very well. But if I watch the game back, I'd be like, I remember seeing that right from where I was sitting. Yeah, I was watching it on the TV. So but I was everything only seeing... going on, dude, it's just, yeah. oh, my God, it was so cool watching the plays develop and stuff. Because even the first touchdown, I asked either, who scored that? Who scored that? Because like, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't watching the jumbo trying. I was watching the game yeah. from the seats. I was watching the field. So. I didn't have my glasses on either, so I couldn't really see the numbers. Oh, shoot. I was like, who scored that? He? He's like, oh, it was Amaron St. Brown. I was like, sweet. Heck, yeah. And then Dave Montgomery had like four touchdowns. Yeah, he did really well. He played. He did, they he had was him. A monster. They had him on and um, Jared, uh, Jared, and, uh, and, Jared Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Jared Gosling. Yeah, yeah, Jared Gosling. So they they interviewed them on the post, the little sh yeah, show yeah. with the – who are those? There's four of them, right? Um, I don't – I can't remember who the – the lady is, but the one guy next to her was Tony Gonzalez. And he their former player. There's a bunch yep, of former he's a players. Hall of Famer. Right? He was a tight end, played for uh KC in Atlanta. The guy in the middle was Ryan Fitzpatrick. They call him Fitzmagic. Okay. And then the black dude on the end? Uh the black dude on the end was Richard Sherman. Okay. Played for Seattle defensive back. And then the guy next to him was uh oh, something like Whit Whitmore, Whitmire. Whitmere or something like that. He played for L.A. when they won the Super Bowl two years ago. Oh, okay. And uh, he won that year. He won Walter Payton Man of the Year or Walter Payton Man of the Year. They all did pretty well being on TV. <clears throat> I mean, they're I yeah. Mean, you talk you talk about you talk about they're just players, but I mean they've got good TV personality and good. Uh, oh yeah, they speak well. And they're all well spoken. Yeah, they did they did pretty. Good. That's well, the first time I ever watched their little segment they've been doing that for a little bit it sounds like and, and they all know football yeah they're all pretty smart when it comes to football and when jared goff and montgomery were sitting up there on the way home i was telling ethan i said you know how weird it is that like it it's not it's not a struggle but it's a huge sum of money to me to buy four tickets to come over to this game and then when the game's done we walk down by the front or the thursday night football tv uh airing right there and we're watching seven millionaires talk about a kid's game yeah you know <laughs> and i'm like every one of them people that were sitting there are millionaires they have more money than i could ever dream of having in my account and i'm watching them talk about a kid's game that's crazy playing by grown men they get to do what they love for the rest of their lives and if there's and and if they're good enough they can do it for 10 years and never pay for anything else in the rest of their lives do you know off the top of your head what goss salary is what i don't i don't i know that uh well hope dallas just intercepted for a pick six uh oh we got the game on it's on mute but uh yeah. patriots and cowboys are playing on the tv uh, Darren, uh, Darren now has the Cowboys defense on his team. Too. Oh, does he for his fantasy for his yeah. fantasy league? 
and they're already up. It's not even the end of the first half. They're up 27 to 3, about to be 28 to 3. You got 54 seconds left in the With second, pick six. second quarter. That's crazy. And that Mike McCarthy there, he was the coach for Green Bay for years. Now he coaches the uh, – oh, Here's the replay. Coaches the Cowboys. That dude just jumped him. Oh. Jumped right in front of him, took the ball. Well, he kind of he was just standing there behind him. Yeah. He was like, what are you doing? Get- I, don't, I don't think the guy knew he was there. He was right well, – on camera, it looked like he was right there just to the left of him. It was like uh, – he come running up, jumped in front of him, caught the yeah. ball, ran. That's a nice – that's pretty good, too, reading the quarterback and just, just being at the right place at the right time, just get right in there. That's what makes a great cornerback, somebody that can read a play developing yeah. and be able to go do that. But Bill Belichick, he's got to be – was America's team for 10 years while Brady was there. Yeah, just 15 winning. years. Just winning everything. While Brady was there, had a, the best winning record in football, couldn't lose a game, made the playoffs almost every year. Went to six Super Bowls and won them. Like, the best team ever. And then all of a sudden, now Brady's gone and they're about to be one and three. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Other other sports news. They've already – Red Bull, Team Red Bull. Yeah. So, so the F1 has two championships that run. There's the Drivers' Championship and there's the Constructors' Championship, which is teams. Because every, every team has two drivers. So, if you have two drivers that are – scoring points consistently the team's points together they can they they can all be in different places to all the and then then the drivers so they have two different uh two different basically two different uh, championships going on right and because red bull have only red bull as a team have only lost one race this season right they've already they've already uh pretty much uh deemed them champions yeah that's what you were saying yeah, because they've won, can catch them. They've won so many points. They're the two drivers together. I mean, pretty much it's Max Verstappen well, pretty much all the way, except for one, two races now. Right. <laughs> he's right. he's won them enough points that they've already crowned Red Bull as constructors champions. That's crazy. Because nobody can catch them. They can lose every they could lose the rest of the six. There's like six or seven races still. They could lose all of them and Red Bull would still win. They're that far ahead in the points. Heck yeah. Crazy, nuts. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know if there's uh, I don't know if there's many other uh, highlights about the whole trip I can give you. It was a good game. Like I, I mean, said, it, like I said, I only caught the second half, but just watching, and it's it's nice watching it on TV too because they can give you a little more because then you're watching the play happen, but. Maybe not a hundred percent understanding exactly what's going on. I wish and we could have planned it out again to where you could have gone with us again. Yeah, that would have um, been fun because it was kind of short notice putting it all together really quick. But that's all right, uh, dude. You would have had a freaking blast, dude. It was so much fun there. Yeah, it would have been fun. Just the experience, you know, it's something I'll never forget. And like I texted you, and I like I told everybody, and I've said it on here already. One of the greatest experiences of my life was going there and just I think if it would have been a Sunday game, it would be like, eh, you know, it's a Sunday game, it's cool, but Thursday night football, prime time, the only game on. Everyone's watching that game. Yeah. Millions and millions <laughs> of the Rocks fans were watching this game on Thursday night. And we got to be there and see it live. And there dude, there's nothing like that. That was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. Just the fans, the loudness of the crowd, all the blue in the arena, yeah, and Lambeau Field, 
there was like there was there was a reporter from Green Bay that said he's never seen that much blue in a Green Bay arena during a Lions. Packers oh, sure. game. I thought it was funny when they interviewed Hutchinson afterwards. The the woman reporter, I'm looking, just looking at, just watching them on screen. I'm like, he just towers he's over huge. her. He's a giant he's huge, kid. but I mean, she's just like she looks like a 10 year old standing next yeah, to right? him. like what the it's like dang he's just enormous he's a he's a big kid and very athletic he did he did well he, had, he did like he mostly had one and a half sacks yeah one and a half mostly contributed to two sacks yeah because you know, i mean he got he got through and then got a hold of uh <clears throat> um jordan love jordan love yeah. that one time pulling yeah. out of front of yeah. his jersey yeah and then help start tried to get started to get a hold of him and then somebody else came through with him that was uh Kaminsky, I think, or Bugs. They both, yeah, they both got a because Bugs had two sacks, I think. So. He he had an assist. I'd call that an assist. Oh, uh Hutch. <laughs> yeah. 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 So more than likely that's all it was was just an assist on that sack. But he did pretty well. And he's and yeah. he's cool because he's a he's a Michigan Wolverine, born and raised. Blue through and through. Yeah. Born and raised there. Yeah, he grew up just north of Pontiac. Michigan, just outside of Detroit, got drafted first round, number two overall to yeah, Detroit Lions, me, and you've told me his whole little story. Yep, one of the best, uh, one of the best draft picks Detroit's ever made, I think, besides Barry Sanders or uh, Megatron. Yeah, and you can see that to that game, you could you could see it, just the oh, plays yeah. making plays. I think they voted voted him MVP of that game. Oh, they might have. I think that's what the interview was saying when yeah. they were interviewing him. He was. I would have. I would have put David kind Montgomery of, right there. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it was uh, defense. He was the defense MVP he could have been or something the like that. MVP, but I think Kaminsky kind of, played better than him. That other number seventy nine mm -hmm. defensive lineman, the one that has a big white glove on, uh, that dude's a monster. Was he the guy that was grabbing two two guys at the same time? Yeah, yeah, that's Kaminsky, <laughs> and. Uh, um, uh, Jack Campbell, that rookie linebacker that Detroit drafted, they gave him a really bad grade on uh, the sports books websites and stuff. Mm. Said he was one of the worst defensive players in the game but for he's Detroit. Playing, but he's playing well. But I thought he played well. I think the whole defense played really well together. So that Brian Branch, the one that got hurt in the beginning of the second yeah, half, did his you ankle? see that part? Yeah, hurt his ankle and then came back and then hurt his ankle yeah. again. So me and Ethan rate like five minutes into halftime, we're like, all right, we're going to go to the bathroom. We were in the bathroom for like 20 minutes waiting to go to the bathroom, oh, just standing geez. in line. So when we came out of the bathroom, he'd already gotten hurt and got taken off the field and all that. And then he come back in the game because we were watching because my brother Josh is texting Jamie and he's like, yeah, they said it might be an Achilles. He might have blown out his Achilles. Like everything, every time anyone goes down with a non-contact injury now because of Aaron Rodgers. Because of Aaron. <laughs> it was his Achilles. He probably tore his Achilles. There was a guy today from the Buffalo Bills that I think did tear his Achilles. Oh, shoot. <laughs> he had a non-contact injury, and he couldn't put any weight on his leg. <laughs> so I think he might have. But uh, there's very few things in that part of your leg that will keep you off your feet. Yeah. And Even if you roll your ankle or, or you fall and you feel your ankle hit the ground, you can still get up and limp limp it off. But if you tear your Achilles, that's, that's – For sure. Geez. Yeah. It'll end your season quick. It'll end a lot of things really quick. Yeah. But they uh Yeah, they played so well and that Brian Branch is a young kid. I think he's out of Alabama. Well, he was one of their bigger defensive picks this year and he's a rookie and I hope he's okay because now they have 10 days, you know, from Thursday night they have 10 days to relax before they play Carolina. Before they play again. Who's 0 and 4? 
They just got beat by the by the Vikings today. So, and they're and Lions are three, three and, and three one. and one, and they're going to go play an own four team. I think they're playing in Carolina, so that's the same place Vikings play. Hopefully, man. they don't get, uh, I guess, relaxed with that. Right? Well, they haven't won a game yet, and they're getting back uh, Jamison Williams, their number one pick from last year. Okay, from a wide receiver out of Alabama, I think, and uh, he got. He got suspended for six games um, in the offseason for uh, sports betting. Oh. Uh, they and uh, But then they dropped it to four games, so he's going to be back next week. But they were saying uh, there was memos that went out to the NFL that says uh, any player caught betting on sports is an automatic two-week suspension. Any person caught betting – on the sport they play in is an automatic one-year suspension. Anybody caught betting on the on the team they play for is a two-year suspension automatic. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's just some sports don't care. Boxing doesn't care. No, but just you know, because Mayweather's betting on all kinds of he bets on UFC. He drops thousands and thousands guy, of dollars. Well, yeah, that's right. He's retired. He's retired. If Canelo Alvarez would have put a million dollars on himself last night, they might have yeah, something to say about it. Too. That's right. The commission might say, hey, you can't do that. That's dude. right. He's been betting heavily since he's been retired. And plus, they fight for themselves. They're not really fight. They're not playing for – they're not betting on a team like this. Because if, if you're a wide receiver that bets on yourself to get 100 yards receiving – you're gonna have them throw you the ball hundred times or something. Like that. Yeah, you're, you're kind of stacking of the you're stacking the bets. Right. It's a and little if you bit. bet on your team to lose and you're a running back and you play like shit, you could fumble the ball yeah. three or four times and lose you're, a game for your team just to win a bunch of money. Yeah, there's some uh, ethical and and some, like I was telling Ethan, I said these guys should be able to bet on whatever they want. And then I'm like, yeah, but you know what? You you de- you decided to go into the NFL draft and get picked up in the NFL. Just don't fucking bet while you're in there. You can play. Yeah. You can play craps. You can play roulette. You can play slots. You can play poker. You can play whatever you want. Yeah, just, just no don't sports, sports bet. bet. You yeah. can't do it. Because I mean, imagine if uh, if Jared Gosling went and bet <laughs> that they're going <laughs> to lose. So went and bet that they're going to lose, and then just throws interceptions all game. Yeah, it's like you just threw the game. Yeah, but I just made forty million dollars, and he's still like two he, million dollars down on, and he's still getting paid. Yeah, he's still getting paid to play the game. So it's yeah, like, so. That, yeah. That's another reason why. That's another reason why Pete Rose has never been put in the MLB Hall of Fame, is because he for bet betting. against the Reds, mm. and he bet against baseball and stuff, and he made a bunch of sports book bets. And yeah, like, you're not does, allowed to do that. That does make sense. So they kept him out of the. He still hasn't gotten into the Hall of Fame, which I think he needs to be in there. He's one of the best players ever played baseball. Yeah, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He needs to be remembered forever. His legacy needs to be statued and put in Canton, or not in Canton. Where Canton's football? Where's the baseball hall? I don't of know fame where at? the baseball hall of fame is. I used to know it. I can't remember. There, I got my phone right here. You got it. Where is the baseball hall of fame located? Here's an answer from anatcooperstown.com. Cooperstown. There you Cooperstown go. is home to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Cooperstown, Ohio. Cooperstown. Canton, Ohio. Cooperstown, Ohio. I don't know where the NBA is one, but I don't give a fuck where the NBA is. And uh, the NHL Hall of Fame is in Toronto, Canada. Now, you know why all of them are right there? I think I've told you this before. Oh, yeah. You said something. They're all kind of in a line. Yeah. They're all. They're they're the halfway point of population in the United States. So from from, uh, Cooperstown and Canton, Ohio, east. Are, there's as many people east as there is from Ohio 
to California. Hmm. Well, I mean, you come across states like North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana. 700,000 people. They're, they're a little, a little spread sparse. out. They're a spread sparse. out, a little thin. Yeah, but you're yeah. still, I mean, you're still counting, you're counting Chicago, Austin, Dallas, Houston, uh, Phoenix, Vegas, Seattle, Portland, LA, San Diego, Sacramento, San Francisco, all them cities. And there's as many people east from Ohio as there is from Ohio West. Yeah. And that's why all the Hall of Fames are set up right there. They're they're the they're the middle point of population in the United States. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, you know, we were looking up the other day, there's like five teams that have never had a player uh, like what how, I can't remember how they put it, but there there's been five teams that have never had a player put in the Hall of Fame. Oh. In the NFL still. And the Lions have had like 14 Hall of Famers now. That's cool. And I think it said that Dallas, I think Dallas has the most Hall of Famers. Dallas or San Francisco, one of them have the most Hall of Famers. Did you know the oldest team in the NFL is the Cardinals? Really? Arizona's team? They used to be the Chicago Cardinals. Yeah, I was going to say, where did they start? Because obviously it's not. Hasn't yeah, been they, they've never stopped being the Cardinals, though. Hmm. They were the St. Louis Cardinals. No, they weren't. They were the Chicago Cardinals, the Phoenix Cardinals. They might have been somewhere else, but they've always been the Cardinals. That's cool. And they're the old. They're like eighteen eighty nine or something like that is when they started. Dang. So they've been around a long time. It's the oldest team in the NFL. Hmm. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's cool. There was a weird penalty that, I mean, that I wasn't aware of. The jumping when, over the jumping over the the, the line. Yeah. Yeah. You to can. try and you you can I guess because he, he was he was more than more than a, so many yards You're yards out one and a half yard away yeah because if you start one and a half yard away from the ball and you take one step and jump over you're allowed but if you get a running start he got a to running. jump over then it's a penalty yeah unsportsmanlike so that kind of threw Green Bay off too that did that gave, that gave us the ball back with a first and goal. first down and then they made the touchdown yeah it was like instead not of a first and yeah, no, that was a first and goal because we were kicking a field goal. Yeah, because they happened. got the, they got the yards, they gained the yards, and they called it first yeah. down. So instead of uh, and then getting, David Montgomery in for the touchdown, in for the touchdown, yeah, 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 I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, and that was already after, like, way way after, like the field goal had already been kicked, and uh, uh, they were already sending their kick the team the team out there or sending out the players to kick the. Uh, do the return or whatever, whatever yeah, you call it. The kickoff back kickoff. on the kick return. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. And then they called him back and they called that. Because yeah, they went to a TV timeout right after that play. Yeah. Right after the field goal. They had put the field goal points up. And then they went to a TV timeout. And I didn't even notice they had, flown, they had thrown a flag. I didn't see a flag either. And then uh, after the TV timeout, the ref came on there and yeah. said uh, that was a penalty for jumping over the yeah, snapper and all that. Yeah, you know, sportsmanlike and so then we got the ball back and ran in a touchdown. But dude, yeah. there was nothing like that experience. It's so good. I told Ethan we're going to start going to all the away games. If Detroit plays another Thursday night game against uh, Green Bay, I'm going. Yeah. I don't care. I will be there. That is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. What a stadium. Uh, next time we'll have you with us, make sure you can go to it with us. Um, yeah. We'll now that I know that, that we can make that drive – really easily i would drive from here to uh 
Eau Claire, stay the night, get up, drive to Green Bay the next day. And if it's a Thursday night game and we took, you know, even if we took Thursday and Friday off and left Wednesday after work, we'd still be fine. We'd make it with plenty of time probably. Yeah, because the game's not until the Thursday evening. Yeah. It's just a mess getting out of there after the game. Yeah. So many people. It's such a small place. Like, it's not big. It's the only team in the NFL that's not located in a major city. Because mm. there's not, like, major – there's not, like, skyscrapers and giant bank buildings around there and shit. Yeah. It's all residential around the stadium. All of it. It's all houses. And it's it's just that's all it is, it's just houses, subdivisions all around the stadium. But you know, right there's their practice field. They got another place right across the street called Title Town, and it's got this like turf shrink set up and uh, sledding hill, and they have bonfires every Friday night. She said, "That's cool." Outside, like a whole bunch of fires all around that people can just sit by. And there's a brewery right next door you could drink beers at. There's condos right there you can buy starting at seven hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> Jeez, right for a condo to town for a condo, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there there's actually a place there called Belkin uh, Medical Facility, and it's right behind Title Town. And she was saying like, athletes that get injured during the games and stuff, or you know they go there and get work done. I was like, really? So all the Green Bay Packers? She, she goes, no, all of the NFL athletes. They get injured, go here for surgery. Oh. She said every one of them, because the guy that works there is so renowned in the NFL for the work he does. Every person that gets injured in the NFL goes to Green Bay to get surgery hmm. from that guy. Yeah, a lot of sports stuff has that. There's a surgeon that is super, super well-known and a bunch of uh, F1 drivers gone there. Like uh, yeah. uh, Lance Stroll, who drives for – Aston Martin, he broke both of his wrists in one race oh, and went geez. went to this went to this specific person and his his recovery time was super quick. Yeah. And then Daniel Ricardo, who races Alfatari, he broke broke his something in his hand like seven in seven places because he didn't let go of it because they're they're trained to when they're in a car accident they're trained to let you hold on to the wheel and at a certain time you, you pretty much you let go of the wheel when you start to spin because if you hit the wall you don't want to be holding on to the wheel because it, it'll, it'll snap back yeah, yeah and it'll break your wrist like lance stroll broke right. his wrist so he i guess he let go and he didn't get his hand away and something happened and the steering wheel <clears> hit him in the hand and broke his metacarpals or something and broke his inside his hand seven seven places so he's been out for a number of races that's crazy but he went and had surgery from this miracle doctor that everybody knows and was uh is is pretty well set up to come back for the last few races so he right. should be back in, in another race that they thought they were, he's gonna be back for singapore still ain't gonna win a championship no yeah. oh shit because red bull already got it yeah yeah what's but, crazy is he used to race race for red bull he was Max Verstappen's teammate, and then, oh, he went to, then he went to McLaren, and or no, he went to Renault, and then went to McLaren. Yeah, my brother Jamie said something. Like, he's like, "I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers." He said, "I want to go over to his house and knock on the door, and when he answered, I want to slap him in the face, but I'm afraid <laughs> I can get beat up." I said, "Not right now, dude. You could slap him and run." Yeah, he couldn't. He's catch like, you. He ain't gonna catch you. He's got a cast on his leg from a torn Achilles. Yeah. He ain't running after you. He's dude. not gonna run after you. I was like, I'll go up there and slap him. I don't care. <laughs> I got a restraining order signed by Aaron Rodgers. Be like Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. Just have uh, a bunch of restraining orders signed by famous people. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Funny. That's funny. So, yeah, man, that's that's uh, 
That was pretty much our whole trip. It was so much fun, dude. That's so cool. How long have we been recording now? Uh, we got it. We got it close to an hour and a half. Because Ted texted me and said our our uh, our episodes lately have been too short. Have they? Yeah, he said it's just too quick. It just goes by too quick. Well, we've got an hour and a half. Is that with the other one too? The other one, we're at 59 minutes right now. And the other one, I think was 20. I think we had 25 minutes, 28 minutes. No, there's only so much to say. I mean. Yeah, this one, we're kind of, we're not we're unless like you have out. Any questions you want to ask me really quick about the trip or about. You, I mean, you told pretty much everything. I mean, what, what, how many, ask you how many cows you saw along the route? I was like, there was quite a few in northern Wisconsin. That's what I, that's what I imagine. Because I mean, they're full of cheese there. Yeah, it's the cheese state. Well, yeah. I don't know. I got my cheese head. That's it. I'm going to get my grater for next time we go, though. Yeah. That thing was cool. It was strap like a, a big, giant, gray grater. That's cool. Built like the cheese head. I'm going to strap, I'm a strap cool. a cheese grater to the side of that right. cheese head. A lot of Barry Sanders jerseys. A lot of uh, Jared Goffs, a lot of Aiden Hutchinson, lots and lots of blue. I, when I turned when I first Browns turned that game on, I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, I was like, "There, there are a lot of Lions fans there." There was, I mean, my um, my cousin Michelle said that she's seen that much blue there before, but then people sitting next to us that have been to several games said they've never seen that much of the other team's colors. In the there stands. was a lot. There, there was so much blue in them stands. Uh, the presentation Oops. of the entire game was awesome. Green Bay does an amazing job. I recommend Lambeau Field for your favorite team. Go there and watch a game. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Lambeau Field will do justice to whatever team you want to go watch and play there. There's so much cool stuff around there. Uh, like Title Town, they got a Hall of Fame. They got a bunch of other stuff. There's not like really – there's not like a lot of shopping and stuff right around Green Bay. There is a mall, but it's kind of a smaller mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of places. I mean, if you want to go see the Bay, our cousin took us out and showed us a couple parks and stuff um, right on the Bay, right on Lake Michigan in Green Bay. And uh, went out and seen that and drove around, looked at some nice subdivisions and stuff. But there's not a whole lot of places to really shop, shop. So we just sat at our house and we just bullshitted and sat in the garage and smoked and joked and had a good time. Had a great time just relaxing with family. And he did get some good shopping in though. Yeah, Mall of America. Mall of America. Yeah. That Shoot. place. Uh, I want to go there. That place never disappoints. I mean, we've been there what ten times now. Dang. I we used to go there all the go time, there. going through back to Michigan and stuff. And then when I did my training for UPS, um, I we I did my training in Egan, Minnesota, which is like. 15 minutes from the mall of america so every day when i got off work we'd go to the mall of america and spend like three four hours there just hanging out every day and yeah, we'd go eat there we ate at cool. bubba gums we ate at rainforest cafe we ate at all them places both, uh, the one both day, good places the one day while i was at work carrie and ethan took the train there and we, yeah aquarium yeah they, yeah they took the hotel shuttle down to the mall of america and went into the aquarium and went and walked around it. Then I got off work and we went back because I wanted to see it. I was mad they went without <laughs> me. So we went back and walked through it again. And it, it, that that is a very cool place. Uh, there's a lot of traffic around that area right now, though, if you're looking to go. A lot of road construction, especially leaving Minnesota. When you get up toward uh, St. Cloud, you come around a curve, and it was just bumper to bumper. It's like the worst place ever because they have – 
There's three lanes there, and the the right two lanes are closed, so everybody's getting over. Mm. And uh, I finally got over way back before the construction, and there's still two lines of traffic trying to get up past everybody and get in. So there was a lady trying to cut in between me and the car in front of me because the cones were coming over and the lane was really closing, and I just stayed right on their ass. I was like, I looked, I was like, fuck you, I ain't letting you in. Yeah, you had you guys all the time. Be assholes like that. You had all the time to jump in way back there. You drive to try to get up past everybody. So I'm not letting you in. She was pissed. She was honking her horn and shit. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not gonna let you in. I just stayed right on that person's ass, followed them right into the construction. Right. She didn't get in until like four people behind me. Nobody else would let her in either because they're all pissed. What? Yeah. You think we're gonna be excited that you did that just to get in front of everybody? There's signs everywhere. I mean, yeah. you know the construction's there. They give you ample time to to yeah. get over you have plenty of time to get over and not do this shit and then you expect me to let you in because you wanted to beat a hundred cars that's the kind of shit that happens in california all the time yeah i know one all the time i shouldn't be like that because the person that let me in was nice enough to let me in but yeah but well you said you i got in you way got in over advance. Yeah. i got over right away when, i didn't try to get up past everybody because i could have i could have driven another mile up and forced for sure yeah but I'm not that type of person. Like I don't like people that try to do that just to get in front of everybody. But other than that, Pizza Hut Friday night on our way back, uh, left Fargo, started driving back, hit Bismarck, got uh, some Taco Bell, headed up to Minot. Ethan didn't want nothing. Taco. Stopped for gas in Minot, filled up, and drove back. Yes, he had all the good stuff. He got home about 5.30 last night. Taco Bell. He had Burger King, too. Well, Thursday morning, after we dropped my brother Jamie's car off, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings because <laughs> there's really there nothing go. else around there that is good to eat. Yeah. There's not like a bunch of great restaurants there you can go try. I want to go to, uh, before they finished, ended, if, even if still, hopefully it's still going, you can get all you can eat chicken nuggets at Applebee's. Uh. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. I hope <laughs> something happened. Though. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it in the headphones. <laughs> Did you? That was a good one. Sorry. <laughs> that was a good. Uh, but uh, Applebee's has all you can eat chicken nuggets for twelve ninety nine. That's what I'm talking about. I call. I'd probably eat one plate of them and be done. They call them boneless wings, but they're chicken nuggets. People, come on. Yeah, buffaloes don't have wings. No, they don't. They're chicken nuggets. But then again, chickens don't have nuggets. Yeah, what part of the chicken does the nuggets come from? all of it <laughs> they just ball it up and then cook it i like but, to i like to sit, tell that to my boys i'm like chicken nuggets what part of the chicken is the nugget right what are you eating that's funny <laughs> you're eating chicken nuggets what are the nuggets tell me <laughs> what is a woman <laughs> oh, you can't answer it i see yeah it's whatever it's whatever you identify as that you're like no no anyway we won't get into all that fun trip it was a good week off. I'm glad I was able to take my boy. And now that he's a little older, spend some time with him and just bullshit and talk and have a good time driving down the road and taking a little trip and get to experience that with him because it was well worth it. I'm so glad that he's become such a fan of sports that we can do stuff like that together. And it's exciting, you know, for both of us to sit there and watch this stuff and hang out and just have a good time so it's all fun it's just a blast yeah live live events and you know how excited ethan gets at football games just for yeah. the other one we've been to together yeah 
He actually gets you know gets into it. Gets excited. Yeah, as quiet and as uh, shy as he is, when he's at them games like that, he gets into them. He gets was, pretty excited. Was there any chance to try and get some autographs or anything? Uh, no, uh, not really. We were kind of on the other end of the field from the tunnels. I guess if we would have gone down to the field right after the game, Amon St. Brown was down there high-fiving fans and stuff. But That's cool. Um, other than that, you know, he's not going to stop to sign autographs. It's just wasn't that kind of place, I don't think, you know. Gotcha. I mean, when we, we were at a sports store in the mall when we first got there, the guy's like, well, if you want autographs, they're staying right over at the Radisson. He said, just go over there and wait in the lobby. I'm sure you're going to bump <laughs> into a few of them. Jeez. He said, not a lot of people do that, but – I've never heard of anyone getting in trouble for doing it. Huh. I said, well, I'll remember that for next time. Yeah, heck yeah. I'll take That's one fun. jersey and have all of them sign it. There as many could, of them, you know, as, as many as you can. As many as I can. I'd have Jack, I'd have Coach Campbell, Dan Campbell, sign the jersey. Like, that dude's a monster. He's he's easily my favorite Detroit coach already. Yeah. He's only been there three seasons. Hmm. But he's just the way his, his hard-nosed style of football and the way he's running this team is – He's really turning it around for us, and I appreciate that because it's been hard to be a Lions fan, man. I can imagine. It's been a struggle. I can imagine. Yeah. It's, man, it's been rough. Growing up in San Diego, the Chargers never yeah. never did well. They're actually playing right now. Are they? Well, they're, they're just they're not on L- TV. Well, they're not in San Diego anymore. They just showed a highlight of Justin Herbert getting hit going out of bounds, but let me see what the score is right now. Chargers uh, and the Padres never. Chargers are up twenty-four to ten over Vegas. Huh? No, yeah. maybe they'll win. Who knows? Yeah, but they're not San Diego anymore, so it's like, man, whatever. <clears throat> yeah, well, anyway. so yeah. Thanks for sharing your uh, yeah fun trip with everybody. With yeah, us. we even changed studios again. Yeah, we did. We did our traveling one today. Yeah, it's Matt's a, well, over at my house. It's easier to move this equipment around. Yeah, sit around in my recliner. He's on the love seat, all yeah. comfy, chilling, just hanging out. And I know he's comfy because he's over there yawning like a madman. Yeah, I feel like I could just lean back. He just lay back, go just, to sleep. That love seat's really comfortable little, though too. Nap. It's like your couch. I'm usually yawning when I'm on your couch because I'm yeah. so comfortable just sitting there. But yeah, no. Uh, if you guys. Uh, have anything that you want to tell us about a football game you've been to or one of your favorite stadiums to see a game in or shout out your team or shout out your team uh you can do that we have two ways you can get a hold of us right now we're yep. going to try to get more but right now we have two ways instagram opinions Opin- and buttholes and then we have an email address opinions and buttholes at gmail.com hit us up let us know what your favorite team is favorite place you watch a game your favorite memory of a game that you have growing up or whatever just hit us up and let us know uh it can be it can be great it can be hate mail or it can be great mail we don't care as long as you as long as you send us some mail uh (laughs) so before we sign off here i just i just want to tell you guys this uh you know i've seen a lot of things in my life i've done a lot of things in my life i've seen a lot of things seen a lot of places and i don't regret any of it so the one piece of advice i would leave you with is if it's something you've always wanted to do, do it. Life is too short to just think about doing something. Yeah. If you want to do it, do it. Experience it. Make the memories. Make the moments. And have fun. Live life. Don't get caught up with where you're at to not so much to not be able to do what you want to. 
Go see things. Go live life. Go have fun. For opinions and balls. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Be kind to everyone. Peace.